Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. Forex markets have been quite volatile this year with many major Asian currencies among the worst performing currencies. And that's as the U.S. dollar had quite a strong year amid rising interest rates. But as we head to the end of the year, several Asian currencies have rebounded with the king dollar showing some weakness. On Money in the Market today, we'll be taking a look at how Forex markets have performed this year. And joining us on the phone, we have two experts. We have Peter Chia, Senior Forex Strategist at UOB, and Jeff Ng, Senior Currency Analyst at MUFG. Peter and Jeff, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so let's start with Peter. Peter, let's start with the U.S. dollar. The dollar has had a good run in the beginning of the year or perhaps most of this year? Yes, correct. I think uh, this is, if you look back to the performance year to date, Mm -hmm. the dollar or as proxied by the dollar index rose close to 20% at one point in time. And uh, that is one of the strongest performance on record uh, dating mm-hmm. back to the 1970s. Uh, of course, uh, it has since part back half of its gains. Right now, we are like 10% up on the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still a very respectable performance if you look back in the last 20 years or so. Mm-hmm. So yes, I think rightfully, the king dollar has put out a very strong performance this year. So Jeff, is the era of the king dollar then over now as we close in on the year? I think there are some cases that there will be more two-way dollar movements going forward. Mm-hmm. Right now, the dollar seems to be relatively supported by the fact that there has been a lot of uh, tightening from the Fed. But we are looking towards uh, the beginning of the end of the US uh, rate hike cycle. So mm-hmm. that's helping to uh, moderate some of the dollar strength for now. And at the same time, there's also some positive uh, sentiment that's coming from uh, China in terms of its uh, reopening efforts Mm. uh, that may also help to moderate the dollar strength going forward. But Mm. I think there's also still some uh, concerns that from the U.S., uh, if uh, the tight financial conditions in the U.S. or quantitative tightening, this may still be factors that may still prop up uh, the stronger dollar alongside if uh, there's any event risk or risk aversion that crop up in the market, then we will still see some dollar strength on and off uh, over the next few months. Mm, I see, I see. Then, Peter, amid this king dollar, I believe the Singapore dollar has remained quite resilient compared to other major currencies. How has the Singapore dollar performed? In fact, uh, like uh, what you correctly pointed out, I think resilient is one of the, the key words to describe mm. uh, the sing dollar this year. And uh, in fact, this year, it was it's like a roller coaster ride. We started the year against the dollar at about 135. Mm. We went to uh, in the dollar fetch as high as 145. Right now, in the span of two months, we went from 145 back to 135. Okay, so uh, if you have not watched the market since the start of the year, you will think that hey, the, the same dollar did not move anywhere. But mm-hmm. considering the volatile market conditions that we had throughout the year, having lost no ground to the king dollar, I think it really speaks for itself. So yes, it's in fact one of the best performing Asian currency in Asia right now, having been flat with the dollar. And I mean, the rest of the, the currencies in Asia are racking losses at this point in time between 4 to 9% thereabouts. Mm-hmm. And Jeff, you earlier spoke about China's reopening and the Chinese yen. How has the Chinese yen performed? It had a very volatile year. It did. I think from the start of the year where we saw dollar CNY at around 6.3 levels, 
it reached a peak of a 7.32 by November, and then now it's swiftly retreating back uh, and uh, close to the 7 uh, level at this uh, stage. I think overall, uh, there's uh, been a lot of uh, factors uh, that's uh, driving the Chinese yuan. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the, the one of it is uh, the central bank divergence because of the Fed rate hikes alongside a more dovish uh, policy from the PBOC. At the same time, I think the economic weakness uh, from China, the COVID-0 uh, policies, as well as uh, I think some of the measures that have been implemented, mm-hmm. I think they did have uh, some material impact on the, the CNY. Although now, I think uh, based on uh, current momentum, uh, markets are already turning very positive that the the, the, the uh, reopening will be underway mm. and, and, and that will be supportive of the Chinese yuan at least in the near term. Mm, okay, okay. And Peter, I want to talk about the Japanese yen as well. The Japanese yen has also been especially impacted by the stronger dollar as its central bank kept ultra-loose monetary policy this far. How has the yen performed this year? Yes, I think that the, the performance of the yen this year is, is music to all, all our local travel goers who is going to Japan or is at Japan right now mm-hmm. against the Sing and against the US the yen is down about 16% year to date mm-hmm. uh, it was in fact it dropped a, a lot more uh, two months ago but uh, right now uh, it's still very weak and uh, like what you correctly pointed out the, the single reason why the yen is so weak is because Japan is the only country in the world right now that is still holding uh, its negative interest rate policy mm-hmm. while the rest of the world has moved of high interest rate by a big extent. The whole world is just simply borrowing the yen and investing in higher yielding currency. And this action alone creates the selling pressure on the yen, which has caused the yen to tumble quite a bit this year. Mm-hmm. And Jeff, neighboring South Korea, the Korean won. It was one of the worst performers this year amongst Asian currencies. But the Korean won has now become a best performer. How has the Korean won performed? Yeah, indeed. I think year to date up to around uh, third or fourth of uh, November, it was at one stage close to more than 16% uh, down against the greenback. And then uh, thereafter in uh, November, is uh, the best performing Asia ex Japan uh, currency with an 8.8% gain. I think overall, uh, there's been quite a number of uh, factors. Uh, I think from, from the Fed, I think affecting the bond weakness against the US dollar. I think at the same time, uh, there were also some uh, geopolitical risks and, and uncertainty. And uh, I think the coupon has been well, one uh, that has been particularly affected by some of the risk sentiment. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's uh, accounted for some of the volatility that, that's been presented in the uh, in the one for now. Additionally, I think because of the fact that it was a bit uh, one of the more undervalued uh, currencies uh, relative to the real effective exchange rate, which is why I think in terms of uh, the rebound, we have seen it uh, gain after being so undervalued in the previous months. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we've talked about the major Asian currencies um, and how they performed this year. Peter, what about some of the Southeast Asian currencies? Are there any notable ones for you? Maybe one that outperformed than you were expecting? Correct. So uh, I think one of the surprise or one of the big movers uh, last month in November was that of the Malaysia ringgit. Uh, at one point in time in early uh, November, it was trading about 4.75 and that is 
a very weak level dating back to the 1998 level. And just because I think that there's a, there's a correct mixture of uh, positive factors that came in, firstly, the dollar has started to soften. Then we have the China positive news, the reopening, or that this reopening news. And I think in the same month, we also had, I think the market is a lot more confident that the new PM will, will bring some stability in, in, into Malaysia politics. Mm-hmm. So all this right mixture of factors has caused the ringgit to rebound by a big extent. I mean, from, from 4.75, we are down back, or rather, it has strengthened back to about 4.38 in mm. just a span of one month. So that is something that uh, I, I thought is quite surprising. And if you look at the post-election uh, movement mm. uh, of the ringgit in the last four elections, this clearly stands out as the, one of the biggest and most positive move for the ringgit. So mm. that really stands out for me. Okay. How about you, Jeff? Yeah, I think for me, I would uh, flag out the commodity impact on uh, some of the currencies. Mm. Uh, for instance, uh, the Indonesian rupiah was one of the best performers in the first half of uh, the year. Right. But I think as the commodity prices uh, started to moderate, in fact, we started to see some uh, uh, Indonesian rupiah underperformance. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, I think in terms of the Philippines peso, it was one of the worst performing currencies uh, at, the, at, the, at the start of the year as well, owing to the uh, increased uh, import bills uh, from these uh, higher commodity prices. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think at one stage, uh, there was a focus on uh, a 60 level uh, after being starting the year at close to 50 level because of the potential volatility and, and, and concern about uh, how excessive uh, currency weakness they may bring about imported inflation. Mm-hmm. But I think since uh, November, we've also seen the, the peso come down quite quite a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Now it's uh, close to the 56 level after picking close to the 59 level uh, in uh, the, the previous one, two months. Okay, I see, I see. And Jeff, I mean, we're heading to the end of the year now. Jeff, what Asian currencies will you be looking out for next year? Indeed. I think for, for us, we are anticipating uh, some uh, good performances from the Thai baht. Mm. Uh, overall, uh, economic fundamentals in Thailand has uh, still remained uh, relatively subdued. Mm. Uh, but I think we anticipate that uh, a broader tourism uh, recovery, I think that will help to support mm. the baht uh, going mm-hmm. forward. And we see about a 4% gain for, for the baht against the US dollar with uh, all the positive impact from tourism from China, from Southeast Asia, uh, helping to boost uh, some of the current account fundamentals. Uh, meanwhile, I think we are a bit uh, more worried about sing dollar strength. We see that uh, global growth uh, slowdown could potentially weigh on a more sustained uh, sing dollar outperformances, even mm-hmm. though we still see some uh, sing dollar gains uh, against the US dollar if the US dollar weakens. Wait, Jeff, I just wanted to have a quick follow-up question on that for the Thai bot. How did the Thai bot perform this year? Was was it quite resilient as well? Well, I think the Thai bot was one of the currencies that were sort of a me- median uh, performer. Mm. I think uh, it, initially it was also affected by uh, dollar strength. And I think at some point of time, it moved uh, quite high. I think from around the, the, the early 30s levels uh, towards uh, close to 38, 39 levels. And yeah, now it's, uh, it has also swiftly moderated uh, as optimism on uh, the tourist uh, re- re- uh, reopening from, from China uh, and also the intra-Southeast Asia travel this year. I think mm. uh, supportive of uh, the current account for Thailand uh, for the rest of this year as well as for next year. Well, I shall keep a close eye on the Thai bot as well next year. Peter, how about you? What Asian currencies will you be looking out for next year? I, I think the, the most important currency uh, I'll be looking out, I think most of the market will be looking out for will be the Chinese yuan. Mm. Because we, we, we noted a very big shift. I think before November, the market is very negative mm. on China. 
economy and also the Chinese yuan because the government persisted on the, the zero COVID strategy. Mm-hmm. And since then, in the past one month, we have seen how fast they can really move the pendulum from extremely negative rhetoric to something that I think is moving to a more balanced approach in mm-hmm. controlling the virus. And it's resulted in uh, equities jumping about 20-30% in the span of uh, a month. And uh, the CNY has also recovered somewhat. Mm-hmm. So I think next year, I think investors or I mean myself will be looking at how they will shift the rhetoric towards a more positive outcome. Mm-hmm. Meaning that if they can really reopen the economy gradually and safely, mm-hmm. and, and we will see a more sustained recovery in the Chinese economy uh, and the GDP will start going back to 5 or even 6%. I think that is the outcome that, that, that the market wants because not forgetting that is uh, expected recessions in the Western world. We are expecting recession in US, Europe and also UK. So all this will eventually spill over to Asia. So uh, I'm just waiting how or uh, ready to see whether China will be the, the cheerleader that will save mm-hmm. Asia from all these the doom and gloom that, that could come our way next year. So it all depends on uh, and China and the reality. And that's, that's something to watch out for, at least in the first first quarter of next year. Mm. Well, Peter, a lot of people are expecting China to reopen fully next year. How high do you think the Chinese yen can go? I think if, if, if we do see something like a reopening or, and a more gradual reopening, I mean, mm-hmm. the cases do not spike out of control and economies is showing uh, early signs of recovery, meaning that all the PMIs are starting to show that it's going back above 50 spending again. Mm-hmm. I think we could go back to levels like 680, 670 mm-hmm. against the dollar. And that is the level that it was, in fact, in just uh, in August before this whole uh, negative or this broad dollar strength uh, caused it to go as high as about 730 thereabouts. So I think we can go to that kind of equilibrium level around 7, 670, 670 mm-hmm. to 680. But it all depends. It's all contingent on the all the positive factors, all the smooth transition that, uh, that I mentioned a bit earlier. So it's a bit early to really tell at this mm-hmm. point in time. Uh, but I think this this could be a very uh, positive outcome to work towards. Jeff, do you think it will go that high as well? Yeah. I think in terms of uh, what markets are, are looking at, the CNY has already moved by quite a fair bit. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I think near term, there may be some uh, potential uh, re- retracement uh, after uh, you know moving so so, so far out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think by the second half of uh, next year, we will start to feel the positive impact from uh, China's reopening. The mm-hmm. tourists, the import demand uh, from uh, China, I think that this will help to uh, be supportive of uh, some of the fundamentals uh, in uh, the Southeast Asia uh, region especially as uh, the global economy doesn't look so good. Uh, mm-hmm. We are heading into a global slowdown among the major economies. And the, the key question is also how bad the fundamentals will turn out for some of these. So yeah, if, if uh, China and Asia continues to still see relatively solid fundamentals, mm-hmm. I believe that that will continue to anchor uh, at least some uh, positive performances uh, for some of the uh, currencies uh, going forward. And I think next year, possibly uh, the central bank outlook may not be uh, as, as big as a driving force uh, after so many rate hikes uh, that have occurred in uh, 2022. So mm-hmm. by 2023, when things stabilize, uh, I think it's, it's really about going back into the, the fundamentals, the current account, uh, the capital flows uh, that will drive the currency movement.
moments. Well, thank you so much, Peter and Jeff, for your time and your insights today. It was so great having both of you on. Thank you, Hongbin. Thank you, Jack. Thank you so much. Thanks, Peter. Thank you. We've been speaking with Peter Chia, Senior Forex Strategist at UOB, and Jeff Ung, Senior Currency Analyst at MUFG. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.